you found Michigan's retirement coach, Mike Douglas. And I'm Heather Branch here with Mike talking about ways to help you better prepare for your financial future. LifePlanWealth.com is where you can go to begin your own conversation with Mike and his team. Of course, we also have links posted in the show notes, so you can just click there if that is more convenient. Or again, find us anytime, LifePlanWealth.com. All right, so we were actually talking off mic a few weeks ago. I had a brilliant idea about what you need to give your wife, Kimberly, for a Christmas gift. Don't say don't, it. Don't say it. Don't say it. Don't say it. I haven't ordered it yet. You haven't? No. Okay. That's what I was going to get into. It's the, the amount of times I've closed my laptop with that still in the cart. You have been given a heads up. I, as yeah. your female friend, have warned you, don't let the wife gift slip by. Don't worry. You only said at the beginning of October, and now it's middle of November. Don't worry. I'm doing great. <laughs> right on track. Everything's fine. The odds of me paying expedited shipping for this thing is Are very, very high. high. Very high. <laughs> Got it. Yeah. Got it. What are uh, the odds I can get it here between the 21st and 24th of, Christmas, of December? <laughs> when you order it on the 20th? Yeah, it's exactly gonna go right. Well. And I'm going to be mad when it comes late. Be like, what the heck? What, Why are they so slow in their shipping? One of our mutual friends, Abe uh, Avish, and I were talking about... He Best went, dressed man in he, finance. Be, uh, yes, he is. He uh, had to wrap a gift. He wrapped the picture of his of the gift for Shelly because he ordered it too late and it didn't come. So he took a picture of it and wrapped it. I was like, Abe, I don't it's know like how two you, gifts. How do you? <laughs> is it? It's like two gifts. You get to open it twice. I don't know how he survived that. You're welcome, <laughs> Abe. I'm here for you. Yeah. Yeah. Just say I got you two gifts. One's is that the is thought that of the gift. Is One it? is the thought of the gift. The second one is the actual gift when it comes in. We. Y'all can bond on that one all day long. I'm staying yeah. out of that. Because it's like the opposite of girl math. It's guy gifting. It's Guy gifting is, no, it's coming. It's cool. I ordered it. It's got plenty. Of t- it's going to be great. Because everything is so affordable nowadays. Yes. That's what I wanted to, uh, to bring easy. up. Uh, right. So nothing says keeping things financially stable like last minute overnight shipping at Christmas time. Yes. The prices of things... I was just shopping the other day on Amazon and this eye makeup remover that I bought. I started buying a few years ago because it was affordable. It was like $5.99 a bottle. Now, not over $9 a bottle yep. in just a couple of years' time. What things cost. And I they keep talking also about how inflation has come down. And I'm saying lies, you tell me, because everything yeah. seems to be getting more expensive. Well, it's the rate of inflation. And that's the lie. Everybody's like, oh, inflation's coming down. So the cost of goods is coming down. No, no, no. Think about this. Like, here's the trajectory of prices. Yeah. And then when inflation went crazy, it went like this. Yeah. And they went up faster. Now they're like, oh, inflation's coming down. So it's still increasing prices. It's just increasing at a slightly slower rate. Okay. So it's not deflation bringing us back or shrinkflation. It's it's a slower way to take more of our money. But here's the other thing also. I don't believe there's no way prices are going to come down no. of where they are. I mean, they're they're highest. I just want them to level off. You have off. to have a real recession, like a real recession and a major event to actually cause a deflation. But okay. you'll never go back to where we were. Right. Never. No. So, you'll never pay five bucks for that thing again. Or will we ever pay $50 for a concert ticket again? Because here's a, the thing. What's a $50 concert ticket? Right. I found an old Garth Brooks concert ticket from when I went in high school. I oh found gosh. some tickets up $19 back in the 90s. Yeah. To see probably pretty good seats. And it was a great seat. Yeah. All right. So we have had inflation. We still have inflation. We've talked about stagflation before. It was 
a phenomenon that happened in the 70s that's something mm-hmm. that folks have worried about, again, coming to fruition in this current state of economic circumstances. Shrinkflation, of course, the thing yeah. where that bag of Doritos, it's the same size bag and the price is the same, but you open it up and why do I finish this in two bites as opposed it's, it's to ten? It's three quarters air. Yeah. That's all real. But this is something new. A newflation is coming to trend. Mm-hmm. We're experiencing what some are calling funflation. And it's this boom in consumer spending on entertainment and experiences with high demand causing prices to skyrocket. Think Taylor Swift concert tickets. I remember actually last Christmas, people opening up Taylor Swift concert tickets and the little girls on all the videos screaming and crying. And it was like the price tag was a thousand dollars a seat for the cheap seats. <laughs> Here's what's really interesting. Retailers like Best Buy are blaming funflation for their slipping sales and things like TVs. Thinking about the folks that you work with, folks that are focusing on their retirement years, trying to figure out their retirement plan. They've worked so hard their whole lives to earn and save. They're now arriving to their golden years. They want to be having this fun. And yet the funflation prices of things that has crept in. How do you advise your clients when trying to figure out this financial space to make room for the fun things in their retirement plan, factoring in things like funflation? Well, before we go into the planning element, okay. I want to check off a couple things. Okay. So first, what's interesting about the Taylor Swift phenomenon, and that's a very interesting one, but in the Taylor Swift phenomenon, Washington Post did this whole report about how her concert tour added $5.7 billion to the U.S. economy. That is crazy. That's crazy. That's a crazy number. $5.7 billion. Not what she made. What her tour generated for restaurants, venues, all these other things, ho- apartments and hotels and Airbnb. So that's a crazy number. Yeah. The second thing is when you hear places like Best Buy complain about something, it's generally because it's hurting their pocketbook, right? Best Buy still technically sells DVDs. Now they're ending it this Christmas season. They are no longer selling DVDs. Who is still buying DVDs? Why is Best Buy giving shelf space to DVDs? Well, they finally, this Christmas season, are going to eliminate DVDs just right on the edge, right? I mean, I'm like, you're Best Buy. You're tech people, right? Like, you know, nobody buys DVDs. Nobody does that. So why do you still sell them? I don't know. So that's just one of their excuses. So we always cite the sources. But in this one, it's an interesting one because a lot of people think it's a post-COVID effect. It's like... uh we weren't able to travel, so now we're going to travel. We did all the inside stuff for a year or two. Now we're doing all the outside stuff. I mean, when we even when we're going through 2022 and the market was crashing and we were in a recession, planes were still full. I never once got on a plane and said, where is everybody? We must be in a recession. Nope. Planes were full. Ticket prices were high. So they're doing that. However, interestingly, right now, the U.S. credit card debt, U.S. consumer credit card debt is the highest ever. We went over $1 trillion of consumer credit card debt this year. That's a crazy number because in 2020, when everything got shut down and people kept getting stimulus and all that, actually people paid off their debt and it shot super low, super low. But now it's over $1 trillion. So part of it is what's interesting is are people actually paying with real money or are they just putting it on cards? And it's going to have a reckoning when that all comes due. That's one element to be aware of. But the funflation factor is, I'm going to go do some stuff. And I'm actually pretty excited about the element that TV sales are down because people are out and about doing things, going to concerts, going on vacations, being around other people. That's good for people. 
Better than watching TV is being around people. And so from a social element, from a social health, from a physical health, being outside, traveling, going wherever, it's way better than buying a new TV. So that part's good. Putting it on the card, not so good, right? We want to still control. I mean, obviously, I'm not against using a credit card, but not getting us to a trillion dollars. I'm against trillion dollars of debt. So just being aware and making sure that we understand the cost of life. And when we do things, we should be planning and budgeting for them. For retirees, we always talk about there's two numbers that matter. There is the lights on number and the lifestyle number. So the lights on number, that is what is required for you not to have your car repoed, not to have your lights turned off, right? Like my monthly bills are $5,000 a month. That's my bills. Does that include going out to eat? No, that includes me eating. Right. Like it's a much different number. But when you talk about lifestyle, well, I'd like to go out a couple times a month. People say that. But whenever we if we check their card statements, they'd say it's actually a couple times a week. And then they say, well, we don't really go to movies. No, but you did this and you did that. So the easiest way is to literally just go back over the last 12 months and say, what did you actually spend? Don't tell me what you think you spend because numbers don't lie. So go back, look through your statements, look at your credit card statements, your bank statements. What did you actually spend? And that'll tell us, well, I told you 5000 a month, but as I ran the numbers, it was 6500 to 7000 I just didn't notice it because I kept putting on my card. My card debt kept creeping up. We need to build in the real numbers. So you have to be able to walk through and say, what am I actually spending? What am I actually using? And then I want to keep doing that. I want to build that into the plan, not just say, okay, well, I can stop doing those things. Well, one, we don't want to, and two, you probably won't, right? You're going to probably keep doing those things. You're just going to hide it by putting on a credit card. And it's just a different way of doing it. So when you build out plans, um, whether you're a young couple, you could be newlyweds, right? And you're trying to figure out life and you're trying to build a budget and you say, oh, we can live on $2,000 a month. No, you can't. You can't do that. You, you have to build in the real numbers or you're getting ready to retire on the other end of the spectrum. Um, and you say, you know what? Now that I'm done working, I won't be traveling to work. I won't be eating out as much. Yes, you will, because you're going to be home all day and you're going to want to go out to eat somewhere. I'm not going to be spending as much in gas. Well, not to work, but now you have to find something to keep yourself busy. And so then it all, it all seems to even itself out, but you just have to have those understandings of the hidden costs that we don't really pay attention to, but it's like, oh, well, yeah, I ran to my grandkids soccer game and then my other grandkids football game. And then I went to this and that. So you don't realize you put three tanks of gas in your car this week, but yet when you went to work, it was one tank a week. Well, I was doing different stuff. I didn't notice it. Right. And that's good. Just understand it. And it really, it comes down to just knowing the questions to answer, even though if you don't know to ask them, having conversations with someone who knows those questions and can give you some just uh, not like doses of reality, but just some good, confident information that you can say, oh, okay, well, I guess that makes sense. I always tell people, if you want to have these conversations, there's a button on our website, lifeplanwealth.com. And when you go to the website, you click on the button, it says, start your retirement roadmap today. And from there, we just have coffee and conversations and help people understand where they sit. Because again, those questions, you don't know to ask them. You don't know how to budget out. Well, people tell you you're going to live on 60% less because you retired. Why? Why do you have to live on less money just because you stopped going to work? Now you have freedom of schedule. You have health. You have everything you need to go travel and do things. So why are you living on way less money just because people are afraid of doing detailed planning to make sure you're covered for the next 20, 30 years? It seems to me you didn't so directly say it. You kind of subtly said it in every point you were making. (laughs) When you get ready to retire, do not think you're going to be spending less money. 
would you say for most people, particularly in the first few years, they end up spending more money? Yeah. I, especially I, on the fun stuff. Oh, yeah. I had a meeting with um, a couple of clients this week. And as we went through, now here's a good thing. They're planners and I'm a planner. So not as it relates to gifting my wife Christmas gifts, but as it relates to finances. <laughs> so we, as we <laughs> go forward, I mean, we looked out at the next 5, 10, 15 years. Yeah. And when we looked at the next 5 to 10 to 15 years, we said early on, a year and a half ago, before he retired, when we retire, it's really important to us that we build a barn and that we do a couple certain things. We want to pay off our kids' student loan debt. We want to knock off this. We have a home equity line. All these things we need to set up and prepare and pay off. And so we started mapping it out over the next 10 to 15 years. And as we did that, we were able to come back to it. And we sat down this week and they said, all right, I know we had talked about that. Tell us again how it works. And I went through step by step by step. And we were able to say, great, pay this off here, pay this off next year. And within three years, they're free and clear, living retirement life just like we planned. And the biggest thing is that at the end of the meeting, she said to me, it just feels good to know that we're doing right and not that we're potentially doing serious harm. And I said, that's why we have these conversations. That's why we do it. Because retirement can be scary or it can be super exciting. It all comes down to the peace of mind and confidence you have based on the work and the preparation that was done. The work and the preparation that you do for everybody that comes into your office every single day. Again, the website, lifeplanwealth.com. Plan for the fun in your retirement in a way that you don't have to worry about the funflation ruining your retirement. This is the whole point of putting these plans in place, getting to work, crunching these numbers. Mike and his team are here to help you do that. Whether you are getting close to retirement or you're already retired, they are ready to help you figure out these details within your own plan. Again, Life Plan Financial Design is here to help and you can visit us anytime at lifeplanwealth.com. We also have links posted in the show notes so you can just click there if that is more convenient, lifeplanwealth.com. Thanks for listening to Michigan's Retirement Coach with Mike Douglas. To learn more, visit lifeplanwealth.com. Michael Douglas is an investment advisor representative of Stewards Wealth Planning, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Financial professionals are not licensed in all 50 states. To find out if Michael Douglas is licensed in your state, please call 517-323-7526. Stewards Wealth Planning, LLC is not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency and does not provide legal or tax advice. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing insurance company. By contacting us, you may be provided with information about insurance and annuity products offered through Michael B. Douglas, NP. PN number 9650939.